Welcome to Life on the Highway with Dustin. I'm your host, Dustin. With this podcast, I'll tell you stories of the places that I go and the things that I see for work and fun. I travel up and down America's roads every day, sometimes hundreds of miles a day, not only for work but for pleasure in the family camper. I'll start off with our story about Memorial Day weekend. We just came off of Memorial Day weekend, getting right back to work. It's uh, about midnight Tuesday into Wednesday after Memorial Day. And the, the family and I had a great time this weekend, headed out to Arrowhead State Park on Lake Eufaula uh, with my sister, her husband, her family, my wife, and our kids. And we just had an amazing weekend. Got out there on Thursday night before the campsite got too full. And then we headed out to uh, the lake, checked out Jellystone uh, Park, awesome place for kids, although the water was way too deep. Eufaula was about nine feet above normal, so it was pretty pretty well flooded, uh, pretty crazy. They had this big inflatable out there in the middle of the water at the Jellystone Park. If you have kids, great place to visit. But um, we took uh, our kids out there, and some of them didn't know how to swim, so I'm I'm paddling out to this big Ninja Warrior-style inflatable, and one of the kids just keeps holding onto my neck, and we keep swimming further and further, and I'm not in 100% of the best shape, and so I I just about drowned, almost lost my sunglasses, wore prescription sunglasses out on the lake. Great idea by me, Uh, but I kept all my stuff. I kept my life. Kids had a great time at Jellystone. Got to see Yogi Bear, Boo Boo. Uh, Right after almost drowning, though, we moved over to the pool, where the, uh, the kids had a fun time uh, in relative safety. Uh, water safety, always important. But I had a great weekend. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about our camper. We have a 2017 uh, Salem Cruise Light uh, 282 QBXL. Sleeps nine, four bunks in the back. Uh, fold-out jackknife couch and a U-shaped dinette that turns into a table. And then a queen bed up front. Uh, we pull it with our uh, 2013 Chevrolet Tahoe. Great vehicle for towing, got the tow package on it. And since the camper is made of aluminum, it really does a great job of uh, making sure we can take everything we need on all of our camping trips and bring a couple folks along with us. This is the first trip that we had where we had more than the four of us in my little immediate family. We had nine with us, and uh, not everybody slept in the camper every night. We had a tent set up outside where my brother-in-law slept. But it was just a great weekend, and, you know, Camping is really all about the memories you can make as a family. And I just had such a great time with my family, and we're getting better and better with the camper every time we go out. You learn at least one thing every time you take a camper out. Uh, This time, I learned to always take uh, some type of insect fogger with you when you have some type of power or sewer issue, as you don't know what's lying behind any of those covers. Case in point, I had to go plug in the... 30 amp plug-in and there was a wasp nest a wasp nest and there was a wasp that came out and was none too happy that I was in at home needing to plug into the power box and uh, he bit me a couple times I learned that wasps can bite instead of sting um, it probably doesn't hurt as bad as stinging but uh, I've got a couple of marks still on my arms from uh, that angry little wasp uh, we eventually got him with the fogger RSVP to the wasp uh, as we say there, uh, he's he's no longer with us. He got fogged. Uh, but I did get it plugged in, got into the power box. And just a great Memorial Day weekend with the family out at Arrowhead State Park. I 
definitely recommend it anytime you're looking for a place to camp in southeastern Oklahoma, really close to the towns of McAllister, Eufaula, great Italian food and Krebs, Pete's Place, one of my favorites uh, that I go to when I'm uh, actually doing my job, and then also when we're in that part of the state. Uh, a little bit about me, I am uh, 32, I am a uh, trainer for an automotive company, so I go to different uh, automobile dealerships and train sales consultants and the things that they need to know to uh, to sell the vehicles. Um, you know, little do you know that the people that sell cars actually sometimes know things about the cars that they sell, and so I help those people learn about the things that they're selling. Uh, so I have about 45 different uh, towns that I visit, and I try to stay in different places along the way to really get an idea of, of what life is like in these different parts of the country. Currently, I am at the Hampton Inn and Suites in Lebanon, Missouri, uh, spelled like the, te- like the country, Lebanon, but pronounced Lebanon. Uh, great little town, awesome stop on I-44, exit 127. Uh, one of my favorite places to stay, uh, usually a hot dinner at night included uh, with your stay, as well as the hot breakfast, easy on and off, off of Interstate 44, here in southwest uh, slash central Missouri. And just a great overall town, close proximity to everything. Uh, another thing I really like about this hotel in particular is it's right on historic Route 66. So if you feel like taking a drive after work, uh, you can drive up and down, cruise historic Route 66, a couple of roadside landmarks uh, on this stretch of road. And anytime I can try to get off the interstates, if I have a little extra time, I do try to get off the interstates and check out some of America's back roads. So Lebanon, a great town to visit. Earlier today, I went to two places along US 60, and the first stop was Neosho, Missouri, uh, medium slash small town, uh, actually a really nice Thai restaurant, as if you could believe, in Neosho, Missouri. It's called Pad Thai, of all things. Great Thai food there. A little gym on the roadside if you're not looking to Go to the chain fast food restaurants. I'd rec- definitely recommend Pad Thai in Neosho, Missouri. And I got down the road to Aurora, Missouri. Um, Hog Tide Barbecue. Great restaurant. World Championship Barbecue. Actually recommended by, by a, a client that I visit. Great, great, great barbecue. Definitely recommend the Burn Ends. A uh, nice little counter style restaurant. Uh, quick and easy. One of the great things about barbecue is pretty much everything's already cooked except for the sides. And so it's a quick and easy meal, like I said, without having to visit any of those uh, fast food or chain restaurants. Sometimes a chain restaurant can be really good because uh, it's consistent. And you're not always going to be the most adventurous uh, when you go to different cities. You're going to be looking for uh, something that's very familiar, especially after a long day of travel. Sometimes if you have a favorite chain restaurant, one of my favorites is... Um, <laughs> ashamedly uh, Waffle House and with Waffle House uh, every menu at every Waffle House is almost exactly the same all across the country they never close and you kind of are know what you order before you walk in the door Uh, my personal favorite all-star special scramble with cheese uh, biscuits and gravy and and bacon it's you know it's under ten dollars it's pretty cheap pretty easy and uh, definitely one of those nice familiar chain restaurants. If you're into that kind of thing, if not, I'll try to give you different places you can go in all these towns. Um, so Neosho and Aurora today, 
two places you should definitely take a check out. Neosho has Pad Thai, great little Thai restaurant, and then Aurora with Hogtide Barbecue. Drove up to Lebanon, Missouri, and uh, you know, just kind of wanted to get off the road for the rest of the day. Grabbed a grabbed a pizza and uh, kind of hung out in the room, watched some TV after driving a little bit up and down Route 66. Uh, so not everything I do is for uh, family camping or for um, or for work. I actually also travel up and down the roads sometimes in my weekend hobby as a professional wrestling personality. Now, uh, I am not a professional wrestler. I have not been trained to do that. Um, professional wrestlers are amazing in, in the level of... of agility that they can have and the things that they can do and the fact that they're willing to go out uh, almost every weekend and ply their craft. They're real artists and are the best ones of them. And they're also, they're, you know, they're always bad people in terms of ability and everything, but everybody tries. Everybody has a great time. Uh, this is in Oklahoma, northeastern Oklahoma to be more specifically. And that's another thing we'll be talking about. Uh, I'll try to have guests on from time to time to talk about different wrestling events and wrestling shows. I actually got the idea to get on uh, podcasting here because of the different wrestling shows that I listen to. Uh, check them out on the road with Tim Rockwell and also What Can You Offer? Great podcasts that you should definitely uh, check out if you're looking for something to listen to both here on Anchor and then anywhere you can find your podcast, Spotify, Apple. Uh, hopefully we'll be on those platforms here too. So yeah, I'm involved in professional wrestling as an announcer, sometimes a ring announcer, uh, manager, and also as an authority figure in different wrestling promotions. Won't get too heavy into uh, the involvement in professional wrestling currently, uh, but I want to talk to you a little bit about in this episode what I am driving uh, most of the time when I go up and down the road. Uh, it's my favorite car that I've ever owned. It's a 2016 Chevrolet Camaro 1LT. It's bright yellow. Uh, with black uh, fender hash marks and black 18-inch wheels that I had custom-dipped. It is a uh, 1LT, and it's got the upgraded 3.6-liter V6, 335 horsepower, 284 foot-pounds of torque. My favorite car that I've ever owned. And I love taking this car up and down the road. Bought it about two years ago. In that time, I've already put about 95,000 miles on it in time for work. And you might be saying, uh, there's no cargo room. Well, I don't have to carry a lot of stuff. Most of my trips are usually max four days. If I'm gone more than four days, I'm usually traveling by plane. So I get to uh, bring my bags along with me on the plane. Uh, more about plane trips later on, of course. Um, Vegas, love Vegas. But uh, my Camaro is really what we're talking about right now. The Camaro, of course, is a two plus two. It has the uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, so I do have the built-in navigation that I stream through my smartphone. And the Camaro is great because the terrain that I cover is usually pretty curvy, uh, sometimes uh, hilly, a lot of different places that I visit in the Ozarks, uh, the foothills of the Ozarks, and then also the Ozarks themselves, the Boston Mountains, and different areas like that, a lot of areas on the Ozark Plateau. I'll be talking a lot on this podcast about Branson. Love to go to Branson, one of my favorite places to visit. Seen multiple shows there. Every time I see a Branson show, I'll tell you all about it here on Life on the Highway with Dustin McGowan. Uh, black interior cloth, uh, no heated seats or cooled seats or anything like that, but it does have remote start, push button start, 
and definitely is uh, very good at cornering and also at speed. Definitely been uh, in a couple encounters uh, with law enforcement. Uh, thankfully, uh, none of them ever turned up negatively. Um, you know, let off with a warning because I just wasn't really paying attention to how fast I was going in certain situations. Uh, always be mindful of posted speed limits as you travel up and down the roads because the uh, fine folks of our of our law enforcement are always watching and ready to let you know when you are not following said speed limits. So I drive up and down the roads in the Camaro, and I just love it. I love the fact that it's just me in there. Uh, a lot of people complain about the visibility in the Camaro. Um, I personally don't think it's a problem. I just move my mirrors out a little farther than I would in a normal vehicle, and it turns out uh, to be all right for me. So that's what I travel in. I travel in a Chevrolet Camaro uh, 2016 bright yellow uh, with the 3.6 liter V6 and also automatic transmission, eight speed. Uh, I know a couple of people who do what I do um, that are into the manual transmission, but I am not, uh, I guess I'm not into that level of self-harm. So uh, definitely not in for that. Um, just a couple ways uh, that you can get a hold of me. Uh, of course, through Anchor uh, is where I'm hosting this podcast. Uh, anchor.fm slash, uh, slash Dustin McGowan. Or you can uh, tweet me at DT McGowan on Twitter. Uh, feel free to put... Uh, any questions that you want to ask about the places that I go or the things that I do, that's at DT McGowan on Twitter or here at anchor.fm slash Dustin McGowan. Uh, Life on the Highway with Dustin McGowan, a great new podcast here. Excited to be doing this to tell you about all the different things that I do. And I'll end with this, a commentary on one of the most annoying things that happens to me out on the highways. Some states have laws on this and some don't. Um, what I'm speaking to is left lane driving. Now, a lot of the interstates that crisscross this part of the country are four lanes, two in one direction and two in the other. And now in cities, it can be a little bit different because lots of people are exiting and entering and traveling. Um, but if you are a person who drives in the left-hand lane all the time, uh, you are the bane of my existence. Uh, you need to get into the left-hand lane to pass and then get back in the right-hand lane after you pass. Uh, there are lots of semi-trucks, tractor-trailers heading down the road, and those people actually are working when they're out on the road. Time is money for them, and the more distance that they can cover, uh, the more money they can provide for their families. So anytime you can get in and out of their way very, very quickly, um, not not within the confines of the law, of course, don't drive recklessly, uh, don't speed out there. Um, but anytime you can get out of the left-hand lane and back into the right-hand lane, do so. Also, be sure to watch for motorcyclists. Look twice. Uh, you won't see them uh, the first time sometimes, so you definitely want to look twice for motorcyclists. Uh, but get out of the left-hand lane and back into the right-hand lane very quickly. It is the law in several states that I travel in. I know it's the law in Texas, and it's also law in Oklahoma, um, but not always followed. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, drive in the left-hand lane just to pass. And another little tip, uh, when you're trying to pass a semi, a tractor trailer, out, 18-wheeler out on the road, you need to give a lot of room. Uh, don't cut in front of them because it takes them a long time to stop, and you don't know when the person in front of you is going to stop. So there's a little recommendation. If you're going to pass an 18-wheeler out on the road, 
uh, get in the left lane. Do not get in the right-hand lane to pass an 18-wheeler. A couple of YouTube videos. You can YouTube that. Check and see how that turns out for some folks. Uh, A lot of trucks I've seen on the road will have a left arrow that says passing side and a right arrow that says suicide. So don't pass uh, an 18-wheeler on the right side. Could end up very poorly for you. Um, Always make sure you stay in range of their mirrors so that they can see you. If you can see them in their mirror, they can see you in their mirror. Uh, but get past them as quick as you can safely. And then when you're ready to change lanes back into the right-hand lane again, wait until you can see their front license plate on the front of their track, the bottom front of their tractor trailer uh, in your rear view mirror, not your side view mirror, but your rear view mirror. This will give them enough room to acknowledge that you're coming into the lane after you signal. Uh, they won't have to slam on their brakes. They won't have to get mad because you're cutting in front of them. Uh, That's a whole lot of weight to be playing chicken with out on the road. So definitely uh, get out of the left-hand lane as quickly as possible and be mindful of those tractor-trailer drivers because they're getting all the goods to uh, where they need to go and then also providing for their families at the same time. That's a final thought there. So a brief first episode, kind of an intro. If you have questions, send them to uh, my Twitter at Dustin or at DT McGowan on Twitter, at DT McGowan on Twitter for all those questions. Um, This has been Life on the Highway with Dustin. Thanks.